You are listening to the Gospel Lights broadcast, which is presented to you by the West Bay Wesleyan Holiness Church here in beautiful Northwest Point, West Bay, and of Grand Cayman in the Cayman Islands. We are so thrilled to have you again with us today, those of you who are regular listeners, and we want to welcome all of you who are listening to us for the first time. I trust that this won't be the last, but you'll be encouraged to come back and be with us each and every week at the same time. I'm Ed Gibson, your host, and it's always my privilege to be sharing this moment with you, and I look forward to today's program with you as well. Our pastor is the Reverend Brenda Wallet, Assistant Reverend Jeannie Dickerson, and uh, Pastor Wallet will be speaking today to you, to all of us, on The Lord is Good, and she takes her scripture from Naaman chapter 1, verse 7. If you have your Bible, you want to turn to that right now. However, let me give you the schedule for our services here. Sunday mornings at 9.45 is our Sunday school. 11 a.m. is our worship service. 6 p.m. is an evangelistic afternoon service. And then on Wednesdays, our regular midweek service with prayer, Bible study, and um, testimony service. And Friday evening at 7.30, our youth meet. So we look forward to you coming and sharing, have, having your young people come and share with us in any of these services or all. You can call our pastor at 345 949-3394 or 345-916-5458. If you would like to speak to me, you may reach me at 345-917-6677. While you're waiting now for the pastor to come, we are going to provide you with a beautiful song that shall inspire you. Back in the Bible times, many years ago, there was a precious Hebrew boy to whom was brought such woe. His brothers did not like him, his dreams misunderstood. They meant it for his evil, but God meant it for A small Hebrew band They were thrown in the furnace Because they took a stand Never would they bend the knee But for their God they stood The king meant it for evil But God meant it for good Yes, it may be bad for evil But God means it for good He will impart to you the strength To act just as you should Many things will happen That can't be understood It may be meant for evil But God means it for good You will face Him and be put to the test You have the choice to overcome Or turn to bitterness Remember one great promise This must be understood It may be meant for evil But God needs 
Today I'm reading from the book of Nahum in the Old Testament chapter 1 and verse 7. It says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. Let's think about that. The Lord is good. Now, the book of Nahum is a sequel to the book of Jonah. About a hundred years earlier, Jonah was sent to the city of Nineveh, which was the capital city of the nation of Assyria. Jonah entered their city, preaching a message of certain impending judgment, you'll remember. And when the Ninevites heard the message of Jonah, they repented of their sins, and the Lord spared their city. Now, one hundred years have passed by, and the Ninevites have turned away from the commitment they made to the Lord back then during the days of Jonah. By the time the book of Nahum was written, the Assyrian Empire was at the height of its military and national power. They were on the march, seeking to expand the boundaries of their kingdom. Beyond that, the Assyrians were guilty of attacking the nation of Israel. So God used them to punish Israel for their sins, but God also punished Assyria for their disobedience and their hatred of Israel, the people of God. And so Nahum's message is one of judgment. In verse 1, Nahum refers to his message as a burden. This word means heavy. His message is a heavy message because it is a message of doom and gloom and judgment. Now, while Nahum's message is one of judgment and wrath, there's one bright spot I find here, and I'm referring to verse 7 that I've read to you today. In the midst of all the words of wrath and anger and doom, this small little verse stands out like a shining beacon of hope on a dark and stormy night. I want to park here at verse 7 for our consideration today. I want to borrow the words of Nahum where he says, The Lord is good for our thoughts this afternoon. Here we have a heavenly assurance. Nahum clearly says it. The Lord is good. This statement is made against the clear backdrop of God's judgment on the Assyrians. Now, friends, this should encourage us today. Because our world is like the ancient Assyrians, has wandered far away from God. The Assyrians were the vilest, meanest people of that era. But they were no more vile and evil than the people of today. We have rejected God's law. We have ignored God's word. We have forgotten his day, the Lord's day. Sunday, and we have found countless ways to cut God out of our lives. And as a result of that, America and every other nation, including these islands, are under judgment today. The turmoil in society, the separations taking place in families, the division among our nationalities, and the steady decline in our morals can all be traced back to our abandonment of God and to his subsequent abandonment of us. We're experiencing so many storms, 
earthquakes are happening in unexpected areas who have not experienced earthquakes before. Hurricanes, flooding, forest fires, tornadoes, plagues of locusts, and even strange diseases, and on and on we could go today. Nature even seems to be having convulsions. Things are troubled. But friends, even in the midst of judgment, the Lord is good. Now, the word good means pleasant, agreeable, rich, valuable. That one word describes the very character of God. The Lord is good. Regardless of the realm of life, finances, government, people, pain, problems, sickness, or even death, the Lord is good. We're living in hard times, but I want you to know the Lord is good. In fact, he is good to all people in all places, in all situations, and at all times. Psalm 145 and verse 9 says, The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. In spite of how things look, in spite of how they feel or appear, the Lord is good. That is the assurance we have in all situations, in all circumstances, and conditions of life. Sure, it's easy for us to say the Lord's good when life is going well, but it doesn't change the fact that the Lord is good even when times aren't so favorable. The Lord is good all the time, everywhere, because he cannot be anything other than good. And so we have this heavenly assurance. Secondly, we have a heavenly assistance. Nahum reminds us, the embattled people of God, that God is a stronghold in the day of trouble. Now, the word stronghold means a place of safety, protection, and refuge, a safe harbor in the storm. Sooner or later, we all need a stronghold. Trouble will come to all of us eventually. Yes, it will. That is just life. Job 5, 7 says, Yet man is born in trouble as the sparks fly upward. And also Job 14.1 says, Man who is born of woman is of a few days and full of trouble. That's why some people say, I wish I'd never been born. The word trouble refers to distress or turmoil. It speaks of those times when life closes in around us and the pressures of life come against us. But what we have in our verse of scripture for today is hope. That in those times of turmoil and distress, the people of God have a refuge. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, Psalm 46.1 tells us. The Amplified gives us that verse this way. God is our refuge and strength, mighty and impenetrable impassable, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. Child of the Lord, the God you serve is mighty. He's well-proven and he cannot fail. Praise God. 
We have a place to which we can flee in the day of trouble, a place where the hurts and sorrows and and horrors of life cannot follow us. The songwriter said it well. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God, a place where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. There is a place of comfort sweet near to the heart of God, a place where we are Savior meet near to the heart of God. There is a place of full release near to the heart of God, a place where all is joy and peace near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us who wait before thee near to the heart of God. There's a place of safety and comfort and release and quiet and sweetness for every child of God, but we must run to that place of refuge into the arms of God to find this rest. I tell you, my friends, we here at Wesleyan Holiness Church, it's a shame to come to the house of the Lord with a load of care and leave his house with that same load. I tell our people here over and over again, That's why I try to give our people a chance and a time to come and pray and bring their burdens to the Lord and leave them there because there is a place of comfort and rest and contentment near to the heart of God. Now, the Bible says God is a jealous God. That doesn't imply that God is guilty of sin. Oh, no. But what it does mean is that God views us as his precious possession. Just imagine taking your child to the zoo. And while you're there, a lion escapes from its cage. Would you like to do everything in your power to place yourself between your child and that lion? Of course you would. But why? Why would you do that? You would do it because you're jealous over your child. Your child is precious to you, and you would pay any price. You would even lay down your very life to protect your precious son or daughter. And so it is with God. His children are precious to him, and he will do whatever it takes to protect them. Friends, when the storm of life rises against you and the winds of adversity are battering your life, you'll discover that there is a place of refuge for you, dear child of God. It is safe in the arms of Jesus. When Jesus came walking on that storm-tossed sea to his disciples who were in a boat caught in that tre- those treacherous winds, why did Jesus do that? Because he cared for his disciples. And Satan was not taking them beneath the storm-tossed waves if the master had anything to do with it. Jesus said, Peace be still, and the waves settled and became calm. The Lord is good. He is good, for we have heavenly assurance. He is good because we have heavenly assistance. And finally... We have heavenly acquaintance. 
Notice what Nahum says here in verse 7. He knows those who trust in him. The word knoweth means to know intimately, to know by experience. The word trust means to flee for protection, to trust in God. It makes it clear here that God knows his people. He is acquainted with the person. He knows their names. He knows where they are. He knows what you face. He knows all the details of your life. He is so personally acquainted with you that he knows the very number of hairs on your head. He knows you intimately. He knows your strengths, your weaknesses, your fears, your joys, your insecurities. Why Psalm 56 and verse 8 tells us, You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Imagine that. I had a Bible study a while back on Wednesday night just on that subject. There's nothing about you, friends. There's your life, your situation. That There is nothing that has escaped his attention, not your tears. He weighs them. He bottles them up. He knows every tear. He knows what caused them. In Genesis chapter 21 and verse 17, when Hagar fled from Abraham, her son Ishmael had cried out, and the scripture says, And God heard the voice of the lad. Then the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What ails you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. My dear child of God, he knows everything about you today. He knows his sheep, John ten fourteen says. Are you one of his sheep? He cares for those who belong to him. Do you belong to him? And his sheep know him too. They know his voice. And when he speaks to us, we respond to his words. Do you respond to the words of the shepherd? There's always a two-way communication between the shepherd and his sheep. You can't reach God on mass media. You have to talk to him, dear friends. And the world needs to know that we are not just some dumb, defenseless, directionless sheep who wander about with no hope. Oh no, we are the sheep of his pasture. We eat well. We are the sheep of his comfort. He carries us. He caresses us. He calls us by our name. And so I say the Lord is good. This would be a good time to come to him and praise him for his goodness. This would be a good time to come home if you have wandered away. One day a little boy was telling his grandmother how everything in his life was going wrong. He told her about his problems with school and family and friends. And meanwhile, his grandmother was baking a cake. She asked her grandson if he would like a snack which, of course, any little boy would want one. 
Here, she said. Have some cooking oil, Grandma offered. Yuck, said the little boy. How about a couple of raw eggs, Grandma asked him. That's gross, Grandma, he said. How about some flour? No way, he replied. To which Grandma replied, Yes, son, all these things seem bad by themselves. But when they are put together in the right way, they make a delicious cake. Friends, God works much the same way in all of our lives. Many times we wonder why he would allow us to go through such bad and difficult times. At other times we suffer some traumatic experiences and don't understand the reason for it. But as we trust him, despite the circumstances, eventually together, 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 all mixed together, all things together, will make something beautiful out of the situation. I don't know what you're experiencing today, but I want to leave with you this final and firm thought. The Lord is good. Father, you said in your word that you will never leave us nor forsake us, and so I ask your precious Holy Spirit to comfort your children at this very moment. Lord, the songwriter said, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Help us, Lord, even as we limp along the path of life today. And when we can't even limp, those of us who can only call on you today, those of us who feel overwhelmed, discouraged, depressed, and cheated out of a life of happiness, your word declares that you will uphold us with the right hand of your righteousness. Lord, we need not fear nor be dismayed or overwhelmed. For you have said, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I'll help you. And we thank you, Lord, for hearing us today. Thank you for being us for being our shepherd. Thank you for allowing us to be your sheep. We thank you in the matchless and mighty name of our Lord and our Savior. And Lord, if we're not right with you, we come running to you for safety and for forgiveness. I cannot make it without you any longer. Lord, forgive me. Come into my heart. Make that change a reality in me today. Forgive me of all my sins and make me a new person in Christ Jesus. Make me a new man, a new woman, a new young person, a new boy, a new girl. And I'll praise you for always because you're good, Lord. And I love you. Amen.
for joining us again today on the Gospel Lights Broadcast. It's been a privilege sharing with you. And we trust that something from this broadcast has helped you tremendously. And if you have given your heart to the Lord, or you want some help, why not call us at 345-949-3394 or 345-916-5458. We'd be delighted to talk with you. Why not also write to us at the Gospel X Broadcast, Post Office Box 346, West Bay, Grand Cayman, KY1-1301 in the Cayman Islands. We look forward to sharing with you again on the next broadcast, but we'll play you some music until the very end. God bless you this evening.